You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, it's Graham Trainer. <clears throat> a little bit uh, worse for the wear, World Series champion, Graham Trainer. Yeah. But I'm here, and I, I'm here. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in, uh, in the co-pilot chair, remote, doing uh, <laughs> 70, 72%. <laughs> oh good dude trainer texted intro? Me. i yeah that was a great intro i texted trainer earlier today and i was like hey i got a sick baby girl at home and you were like i've been hovering around the bathroom for the last 24 hours and i was like okay well maybe i'll just go on solo and get back <laughs> home and you were like I, I can do it i can do it so here you are i'm proud of you trainer yeah like john snow thought he was dead opens those eyes oh spoiler alert if anybody's still catching up on game of thrones before house of dragon a witch. season two a, a witch brought him back yeah but he like what you know he's, he's a dead slab on the table on the stone and he wakes his eyes open at the end of that episode oh you know right right, right 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 yeah. but i thought a yeah. witch had something to do with it she did the lady um what was her name melisandre the red witch she was she was pretty smoke when she wore the necklace and she was pretty uh busted when she took it off you know remember that what did a witch touch you is that why you're feeling better <laughs> Yes, Evie touched me. I woke up. Oh, I was. Uh, it's not, definitely not Leia. <laughs> no, not Leia. The, <laughs> Leia. Real, the real witch. Yeah, oh, I see. I see. All right. Well, uh, should we do a recap? We only have two football game, three football games remaining. Mm -hmm. Last week we had two, Four. right? Four. Okay. Four let's just do. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Four total last week. I'm thinking of teams. There she is. Okay, I'm here. I'm here. So, trainer, let's do a little recap for the people in case you uh, missed anything. And where do you want to start? Because I could – we could, we got to start with Kansas City at uh, Buffalo. Am I right? You want to start? Yeah, I'll start with the best first. Let's do it. That was definitely the highlight. Yeah, that was a great game. Gone back and forth. The takeaways were, to me, that – the Bills really couldn't stop Kansas City, Kansas City's offense. They had three field goals and a touchdown and a touchdown and a touchdown. And I think they had a punt in the fourth quarter. They were going in for another touchdown and fumbled out of the back of the end zone, which was hell of a play. And then tell me, for, you've heard this before, but Buffalo kicker goes wide right. Mm. 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 I have. Cowboys related. Well, I guess Giants related. Wasn't that Giants Super Bowl in the 80s? That was when they won – or, sorry, that was when they lost the Bills, that is, four Super Bowls in a row with Jim Kelly. Yeah. Um, man, I saw some really good 90s – old 90s photos of coaches in their starter jackets when it was uh, – So I sick. forgot the, the Bills coach then, but it was, like, him shaking uh, Don Shula's hand at, like, that at, like – at the oh, yeah. 50 yard line after a game, like all those, all those old puffy Miller light and, and marble reds were being advertised in the background. Yeah. And like the hats were like late. They had like uh like super intense neon colors. It was kind of like, they just like neo neonified everything. It was the Umbro era. Oh yeah. And well, it's great like, is that you get those jackets and there what wouldn't be one iota of warmth associated with them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was less than wearing a, a garbage bag. It was like a, a, 
a garbage bag that wind is odd. It called a windbreaker, but it did, didn't do any of its job. It was false advertising. It just was a cold sheet of like semi permeable plastic. Yeah. There's, there's one, there's a, there's a Cowboys one somewhere in storage in Fort Worth. Anyway, back to the game. Yeah. Apparently they're going to change that rule next year, that touchback rule, because they think it's too harsh. Um, what? It's funny that they do this stuff. Yeah. I mean, people just love to hate on the chiefs, obviously for, for, you know, certain, you know, for reasons of success, we're already getting tired. We're getting fatigue. Yeah. We're getting like Patriots, Tom Brady fatigue. We're getting uh, obviously Taylor Swift fatigue. We already had Brittany Holmes and Jackson Mahomes. Jackson Mahomes is like taking a complete. This is the good thing about Taylor Swift. That he, she yeah, coming Jackson. in to Jackson Mahomes is like, I think he's dead. And then like, I honestly like, this game, I couldn't believe that happened, that touchback happened, because I felt right in that moment that I was like, wow, things are actually going the Bills' way. And that did not – because that would have opened up the game by 14, I think, if they had yeah. not fumbled on the on the uh, basically the one-yard line. So between the one-yard line and the goal line. I like – it's okay, if they take away the touchback rule, then what do – how do the defenses like – they're how do they, they score? With- they, safety? Like they have a chance to score two points or they have a chance to scoop and score or interception for points. But like, what, what would they do? Like, wh- how is it not a turnover? The offense gets all yeah. of the field now, like the whole field, they're allowed to retain the ball unless it's a safety. Like what? Why not? What's fair. What's fair is what I'm thinking. Like, is it back to the 20? Is it back to the 50? Do they put them? You, you have to go back to your own one yard line. And you start a new drive for 99 yeah, yards. What? You get the ball. You still keep the ball, but like, I'm fine with that. But like, what kind of? Maybe the 50 yard line's fair. It's like um, I'm not into uh, it. I think it's a turnover. I think it's a significant play. I think if you're in the offense, you have to go across. You got to be more secure down there. I'm the defensive rules. The defense not being able to do anything is really right. kind of getting. It's it's gone. To, We've gone a little too far if we can't have a touchback f- fumble right. through the end zone touchback. We, right. We've gone a little too far. You're, I'm forcing myself to be NFL new rules woke here. Uh, you're correct. It should not be changed. It's it's an old classic. Um, I think it just seems like there's got to be some sort of harsh penalty. If they're going to keep the ball, I don't know. College, what is college football? You start on the 35-yard line? I can't remember now. In, in overtime rules? Yeah. But yeah, it's not it's not fair. It should be rewarded for the defense, and the defense already has so much working against them in modern day NFL. You know, we're starting flag football in the Olympics to probably beta test it for the NFL in ten years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this like, is just testing. Yeah. So, but yeah, Josh Allen obviously had a pretty stellar game. I mean, didn't pass for a lot. He was the leading rusher in terms of, uh, I guess, yeah, yardage, yards per carry. It was just all on him. It's like people are gonna they're not gonna blame him. Obviously, it's like. Definitely the kicker and the defense is not what it once was. I mean, they held Kansas City under 30, which is pretty good. Pretty um, good. But, you know, I think Mahomes knowing that what happened, people were like, well, Mahomes can get the ball back if they make that kick and it's tied and he's just going to go down the field. And I was like, do you, do you remember that last game in Kansas City? There was a guy, a little guy called Tyreek Hill involved and yeah. he was nowhere to be found. I don't know if he's taking the ball down the field that fast like he did last time. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, you just don't know. Like, it, but it does feel like Patrick Mahomes is inevitable. He's getting that mm-hmm. Tom Brady ball in his hands, last drive type lore around him, and it does seem like Patrick Mahomes, especially in the playoffs, can't lose. No, no. I mean, that was his, it was wild. That was his first 
road playoff start. I had an interesting stat that was kind of kind of a mean Josh Allen stat, or um, it was like the quarterbacks that he's beaten in the playoffs, and it was like a bunch of Mason Rudolph types. And I was like, that's not fair. It's because he hasn't beaten Burrow or yeah. Mahomes or Lamar Jackson yet. It doesn't mean he's he's bad. It's just like the team let him down. You know who let him down the most is Stephon Diggs. I mean, and and the other receiver. They did not catch those downfield balls that he just like. And whoever was blocking ripped. Chris Jones, because Chris Jones kept yeah. bum-rushing the guy across from into Josh Allen. That's why one of those passes fell short, and they're like, oh, Josh missed him there. But if you look a little closer, Chris Jones just runs the left tackle into Patrick Mahomes mid-release. mid, mid like release. Yeah. So it's, and it's not on Josh Allen. No, it's not. Um, it is interesting that – so now it's, they're going to go play the Ravens, obviously. Um, I had no idea that – the last time the AFC championship game was held in Baltimore or hosted by a Baltimore team. It wasn't even the Ravens. It was the Baltimore Colts, Johnny Unitas back in uh, 1971. Really? Out of old. all their Super Bowls that I can yeah, think of. There, always, too. There, there was road guys. Yeah. Joe Flacco went four and on the road. Um, and the other one, I guess they played. Col- uh, damn. Who did they play? Trent Dilfer, Ray Lewis, old team 2000 they must have played like the raiders or something I the raiders were yeah, good back the, then yeah yeah the i i'm or the patriots could have the patriots maybe maybe i don't before know before the patriots run anyway um yeah i feel bad for josh allen i feel bad for bills fans they were crying they were sad i feel like i'm sure all of them after that touchback happened felt the same way that it was everything was bouncing their way uh it seemed like jason kelsey was on their side you know, he was almost like a Bills Mafia member. They were kind of like, is he? Is he with? Is he with he's, us tonight? He, like, well, he just felt the maybe, magic. The magic was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get to Jason Kelsey because he's my go to the week. But he, Uh-oh. if anybody embraced Bills Mafia as quickly as <laughs> one can, it's the Philadelphia Eagle, Jason Kelsey, Travis's older brother. He was like, yeah, I'm. Gonna, well, what's probably super nice when you're Jason Kelsey is that you can walk. Not that Bills fans are particularly mean, like the Philadelphia fans. The Philadelphia fans are just the scum He's of the, the earth. Crap. Yeah, they're the scum of the it's earth. Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, yeah. And Jason Kelsey probably could walk into a, pretty much any tailgate, but the Bills in particular, and be like, oh, are we here to chug beers and be completely fine? You know, like he's like, mm-hmm. I'll go through a table. I'll take my shirt off in the cold. Like, wh- who's going to mess with me? I'm 280 pounds of, of like full grown man. Like, this yeah. is. And he was. And he had Kansas City gear on. Yeah, and he was doing it. Um, he was he was yelling out the window, but when the when the cameras, he knew the cameras, or he didn't know the cameras necessarily were looking at him. They they did more Taylor Swift footage, and behind Taylor Swift, in the background, is him chugging beers, just with, nat, all natural, like incognito. With shirt like incognito. Yeah, d- doesn't even doesn't even care about. He's not trying to get like. I think he was trying to like enjoy the moment. Um, it kind of reminds. So there was this is funny. Kai, uh, his wife said in a on the twitter x i'm not asking for permission i'm doing this this is the quote she said when she said i'm grabbing the keys and going to get a cat because of what jason kelsey did it kind of made me think of you and hillary like you had a big night you took your shirt off drank much beers and now she gets to go buy a cat you know i wish that was the case i got two cats for my birthday so that was like it was like hey i want to <laughs> shop back uh and she was like oh, okay and then when my birthday came around, she's like, actually, I got two cats in the car rescued today. I'm like, okay, that's not a shop vac. That's <laughs> two cats. Now one sleeps with us in the bed every single night, and the other one breaks inside occasionally and pees in our plants. So, but whatever, you know, just adjust. Yeah. But let's go ahead and talk about Jason Kelsey. 
because we're already on the subject. Sure. He's got to be America's, not just mine, America's go to the week. He took full advantage of his brother dating Taylor Swift. You said he knew the cameras were on him and he knew the cameras were off of him. But when Travis scored, Jason knew that the cameras were going to be on him, on Taylor's box. So what did he do? He had his shirt off, stood in front of Taylor Swift, eventually, after the celebration, jumped out of the box into the stands and stuck what appeared to be like, what, a five-foot landing on the ice? And yeah, just that weight and those old knees, I was, I was a little worried for a second. About to slip, gains his balance, and then starts chugging beers, picking up little girls and saying hey to Taylor – and then after his wife, Kylie, is had enough, she starts yelling at him to get it back in the box. He grabs the window of the box, which is above his head, and vaults himself back into the box without touching the wall. It was an incredible display of athleticism. And Kylie has to be a ride-or-die girl for, for her man, Jason. Mm-hmm. She's like, Jason, don't do anything stupid. We're about to meet the most famous I- person in the world. And he's like, yeah. no, babe. Well, well, babe, this is this is going to happen. I'm not asking permission. The, I'm going to do this. This is the full Kelsey experience. And it's like that. Stay true to your guns. Don't button up when you're told to. Just enjoy the moment. Your brother's scoring touchdowns. So what? His girlfriend's super famous. I'm celebrating. I've been chugging beers all day long. <laughs> they keep serving me Bud Lights. I'm about 35 middle lights in. I'm taking my shirt off. I'm going in the stands. I bet it was Labatt's. Like the Bills have Labatt's from oh, the yeah. border. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, it's probably Labatt's. Um, I was going to say that uh, I think he's already clinched. I don't know who does it anymore. Is it Time Magazine or Us Weekly, Sexiest Man of the Year? I think he already clinched it in mid-January. Yeah, so, that's pretty I easy. I think it's a wrap. Yeah. That's a pretty I mean, easy one. I mean, you saw that, man. Do- he looks like an offensive yeah. lineman, but with his shirt off, you can tell that there's he's got just yeah, yoked out of his mind. We're we're a modern modern day. We're a body positive uh, society, so it's good to have like a big big chubby guy with a lot of hair. We're not like trying to say everybody's got to look like um, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, or Barbie, DK Metcalf. Like, chiseled. Yeah, or DK Metcalf. Um, I think yeah, I think Jason Kelsey. Uh, the, either he goes to TV or knowing his athleticism that you just described in that game, drunk, he could probably. I, I'm guessing Mahomes has a pretty good rapport with his his uh, his own center. But come out of retirement and play for the Chiefs. Or he could just play flag football with Patrick Mahomes. That's true. In the Olympics. Oh, be fine too. In the Pro Bowl. <laughs> All right. So let's go on to the uh the other games. Let's stay in the AFC. The Ravens absolutely smoked the Houston Texans. The Texans did not get an offensive touchdown. Their only touchdown was on a special teams play. The Ravens look like Super Bowl caliber team. Lamar Jackson, they said, hey, we're going to blitz you. And he said, okay, I'll just run for 120 yards, threw for an additional 100. And he looks like it's for real. It looks like, okay, this is Lamar Jackson untethered. This is the playoffs. We don't have to worry about him getting hurt and saving him for later. This is it. This is when we need Lamar being full Lamar. And they let him off the chain. Yeah. They actually have a good defense this time for Lamar. Um, he's actually got scary good defense some good some good weapons that have developed like Zay Flowers you know Rashad Bateman they didn't have I mean he only had 152 receiving yards but it was just all that stuff that was just enough to get it done it was a tale of two halves it was 10-10 at halftime and then they they've scored uh 24 unanswered obviously so 34-10 uh cover the spread 
obviously they did that. We both picked the Texans. So that was our one L of the week together collectively. But I say Lamar definitely proved a lot. CJ Stroud proved a lot in that first half to keep them in the game. Yeah, and then Houston, you got to think that Houston, whoever's their GM is, is is going to draft well and get CJ Stroud more guys, more offensive linemen, and and another year of coaching. They're going to be scary going into next year. Now over to the NFC. All I can remember is the 49ers and the Packers, and I can't remember the other game. Why am I forgetting that game? Detroit at oh, home versus uh, the Bucks. Baker, oh, yeah, Baker versus the Lions. Baker versus Lions fans. Yep. Yeah, Baker is the exact opposite of Jared Goff in the in every sense of like personality. Baker's fiery and Jared Goff seems to be kind of calm, cool, collected. Good for Detroit. Two playoff wins at home. Going to the is this their first NFC championship appearance? This is um their first it's my number of the week. I'll do the fun stuff or I'll save it for the huddle, but it's their first since nineteen ninety two. So I mean you gotta just you got to just pull for Detroit, right? 49ers looked pedestrian against Green Bay, honestly, in some cases. Shanahan is now 70, or excuse me, 1 and 70. One, yeah. one win, 70 losses against any team down by a touchdown in the fourth. Yeah. It's like your picks last week. Shut up, trainer. Shut up, trainer. It wasn't even I'm, 1 I'm, and 70. I'm it was 0 oh and 4. I'm not, 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 not feeling well. Um, it was 1 and 70 when. Uh, with Kyle Shanahan when trailing by five plus points entering the fourth quarter, five plus. And Brock Purdy and his receivers weren't didn't seem like he could get on the same page. Purdy couldn't make up his mind whether he wanted to wear a glove or didn't want to wear a glove. I don't know if it was the receivers not running the correct routes, but Shanahan seemed no seemed Debo, to, no Debo hurt. Yeah, Debo, no Debo, Debo got yeah. hurt, and Brock Purdy they showed his face a couple of times, and I was like. This guy might be having his welcome to the NFL playoff moment right now. Like, holy, it's not going correctly. Like, I'm not making my reads right. I'm a deer. I'm a deer in headlights. Like, what's going to happen? This moment is big. He eventually calmed down and on the last drive looked like the Brock Purdy we're used to all season. But I just saw a little chink in the 49ers armor there. And I was like, Brock Purdy lost his composure for a little bit. Maybe it was a learning experience, but also – when it comes to 49ers, their defense did not impress me with allowing allowing Green Bay to do what they did. No, for all the talent on paper they have. They have a bunch on of dudes. Defense. They have a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Jordan Love was definitely I mean Aaron Jones, I mean rushing wise, like they they could not bottle up Aaron Aaron, Aaron Jones had um 108 yards, 6 yards of carry. Uh yeah, I mean Jordan Love had a pretty efficient game. Didn't throw for a lot, but I mean, who's getting getting the job done? And they should have won that game. This is another tale of kickers. Uh, yeah. Tyler Bass is getting death threats in Buffalo. At least Green Bay can fall back on five Super Bowl wins, so they're feeling a little less intense about yeah. Carlson. I haven't yeah. heard that Carlson, even though his coach said supposedly his coach was making a cute joke that he prays every time his kicker goes out there, and he says Fox took it out of context. And I was like, why would you say that as a joke in such a this is this is football drama. This is not yeah, this this is real is the, life stuff. Yeah, this like is jokes. this is man drama. Would you no time for your jokey <laughs> jokerston? Um, when it comes to uh, yeah. uh, the Bills kicker, Bills fans and Chiefs fans have donated like thousands and thousands of dollars to one of his charities, which is like a cat shelter or something. So, Bills fans always have a way to show cats. you that they love them. Don't listen to the noise. We're cats. We've been talking about cats a lot. This, uh, you know, is who, that your cat shelter? You, you know who loves the, you know who loves cats. Go- Taylor Swift, yeah. she thinks about it. She sings songs about it. Packers, 
Packers have lost uh, San Francisco in their last five playoff matchups, uh, dating back to 2012. San Francisco's a Packers killer recently. I hope I hope the Packers loathe San Francisco. It's, it's nice for the Packers for how much they get loathed. It's nice to root for like a 49ers team that can actually get the job mm-hmm. done. Because the Saints didn't – did the Saints beat them this year? No, they beat them two years ago. Mm. Oh, man, I can't remember. Uh, so I, I saw a Bill Saints stat that I got to pull up later for you. It's going to hurt. Okay. But we'll get there. Well, all right. Um, <laughs> besides, what other what other interesting things we have from that game? No, that's kind of it. I mean, unfortunately, I wanted the Packers to win. I wanted the Packers to have to go to the Lions. Lions host the NFC title game. Yeah. I want the Lions to win the Super Bowl now. I wanted Lions-Bills, obviously. So we got half that equation still uh, possible. I wanted to see Jordan Love do what Aaron Rodgers couldn't, and it didn't happen. He did enough to do it. Yep. He didn't blow it like Aaron Rodgers usually did in the past for them. Well, he did throw across his body on the last play of the yeah offensive okay, drive right. so he's he, tied with the he, he's tied with the kicker for the the old the old version of goat lower caps all lowercase goat all right let's talk let's talk uh baker mayfield and the bucks going to detroit and well just getting outperformed by detroit yeah mike There's evans two... dropped a couple balls again he dropped a couple balls again yeah. he's an aggie he's an aggie don't forget you know mm. he's an aggie mm. and a buck <laughs> There's some good – you did say – you said earlier they have different personalities, Baker and Goff, that is. I saw two crazy stats that I really liked that All right. kind of kind of uh, connects them together in a bit. Jared Goff is one of the only quarterbacks to win 14-plus games in a season for multiple franchises. The other two, Peyton Manning, Colts Broncos, Tom Brady, Pats, Bucks. Pretty cool. That is pretty huh? cool. You like that? I do like pretty that. elite. Baker Mayfield. He's one of only three quarterbacks in history with three plus passing touchdowns and no interceptions in a playoff win. It's kind of a wordy stat, but whatever. With multiple sure. franchises, another another multi franchise. Uh, Brett Favre, Packers and Vikings, Vikings. Tom Brady again, obviously Patriots, Bucks, and then we got Baker with. I forgot the Browns. He went to the playoffs when he was there. He, they did. They almost beat the Chiefs. I, <laughs> I had to look that up. So um, don't remember they that. They are very very different in their personalities but they're both number one picks that are on their second plus we'll just say second plus team yeah and thriving so i like that i like those stories and these guys don't suck like some of those other uh running back out there and see what happens guys that we've dealt with in the past so that was our weekend recap uh we'll jump into the nfc and afc championship after we do the huddle um i have a little girl that's sick trainer is currently sick he's this is one of his flu games I've never seen a man be able to uh, <laughs> handle the flu and podcast as well as trainer has. So this is really, really a sight to be seen. I've, I've been told uh, vaping helps. So you might yeah, want to look into that. All right, let's get in the hurts huddle. You right up. Better than tea. <laughs> Better than green tea. Better <laughs> for you. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you are stuck on, your quote slash question of the week, and your go to the week. Trainer, what's your good news of the week? Mine is potential for great new podcast and tv show okay i found a couple great ideas on the interwebs somebody said hear me out bar rescue but it's nick saban helping out a different college football program every week that's in shambles so it's like john taffer Mm -hmm. you know barges into a crappy bar with rats and droppings in the in the like in the um, what's the food channel work work, uh, (laughs) version of that there's bar Ooh, rescue, then there's like kitchen rescue with uh, that really yeah 
oh, Gordon Ramsay, it, it sucks. This is so bad. Shut it down. Yeah, Shut it down. Never watched it. Yeah, I've only seen clips online or like, you know, during uh, NFL commercial breaks. It's like, Gordon Ramsay coming up. Hell's Kitchen. Angry Chef. Hell's Kitchen. He yells so that at one, adults. That one caught my eye. What do you think of that? Would you rather him be, can you be commissioner of the college football and then in the offseason help a program? Each week for bar rescue. Well, I hope that every offseason he's down actually like in his straw hat walking through the cornerbacks part of the field during practice and just giving them hell. That would be my favorite uh, thing. For different programs or you, you want him no, back just in Alabama? For Alabama. That? Just, just wandering around right. Tuscaloosa. Just selfish. Pretty just selfish. looks down. It's like those cornerbacks aren't working hard enough. Let me see here. Go down there and start talking trash to him. If Can any, you like, imagine the – Like Nick Saban talking trash to like the one position – that talks the most trash cornerbacks is probably the best way. Like the best part of his underrated part of his coaching. Yeah. He's like, Oh, all these alpha males in the secondary, let this old man shuffle up to you and give you some pointers. (laughs) Five, six, all five, six of them. That straw hat and that whistle. Um, But picture this, the premiere episode comes out next, next, uh, next off season. Okay. This summer. He's gone into UVA's spring practice and he's just ripping Tony Elliott a new, you know what? And at the end of the episode, it's like him and the AD. And you know, on the show, on, on a bar rescue, if you've watched it before, it's like he stands with the owner and they fire the GM. He just goes, Tony Elliott, we'd like you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, uh, we don't have a backup plan. I don't think it's getting any better from here. So, uh, would it help or would it, would it do like, could they just kind of, you know, coach themselves? To the yeah, same you amount should of just, loss, you just like uh, fire the coach <laughs> on the way into the fall camp. Yeah, that sounds. <laughs> we're gonna have to do without that one wrinkle. You know, I okay, I, okay. I got you down hard knock style. Coach Saban coming in bar rescue. I'm all in. You just don't want to see jobs lost. That's fair. You're you're a good guy. You're a man of the people. Uh, second idea that I heard actually seemed like it had materialized a little more was the podcast of Chandler Jones because Antonio Brown had <laughs> Chandler Jones and Antonio Brown doing a CTE podcast together. I was like, that sounds like a chaotic mess, but I would, I would, could not miss it. Yeah. God bless the producer that has to put all that together. (laughs) Like just the editor would be like, I don't know if I can use all this stuff. They talk for four (laughs) hours and I have 20 minutes of content. We're going to put this on like the the playboy channel or like on like Pornhub just to like make sure it's X rated. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll go with the content. That. The content. It would be. It could be very uh, explicit. HBO probably c- couldn't air it. Yeah. Correct. Okay. All right. My good news of the week. Um, <laughs> a. Uh, Bama's keeping their five-star recruit Ryan Williams, their wide receiver. He shut down his recruiting. He's not going to Auburn. Thank God. Freddie Roach, who Ooh. I talked of last week, he was their running backs coach, or no, excuse me, the defensive line coach. Played for Alabama under Nick Saban. He has been made assistant head coach by Kalen DeBoer. All right. Some stability. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Sandra selling, but my really good news of the wish week <laughs> is Michigan is bad again. Womp, womp, <laughs> womp. I'm so sorry, Michigan. I feel so sorry for you that you had your man, an alumni of your school. He Stallion? built up your program for 10 years, brick by brick by brick. He beat Ohio State. He got to the college football playoff. Yeah, he might have failed twice, but he got there for the third year. And right as you're on top, 
He takes a head coaching job at the Chargers because he cheated so much. He only coached half his games this year, and the NCAA is breathing, breathing down his neck. So he said, ha, and went to the Chargers and said, what are you going to do now, NCAA? And left all his kids in the quagmire of mediocrity that that he's gonna that Michigan football is going to drag itself into, especially after the fact that Ohio State just spent a bunch of money to get a bunch of dudes, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a bloodbath. Sorry, Michigan, you are now demoted back down to second tier Big Ten, and good luck with Oregon and Ooh. USC and Washington, who is a shell of itself at this point, is coming into the Big Ten, and I don't think you're gonna be the big dog anymore. You had your three year run. Back back down to being quiet. I can't hear you, Michigan. I can't hear you. You're not the bell of the ball anymore. Ooh, yeah, love it. Uh, how much is this? Is this like Dan Snyder getting fired makes you feel better about the Cowboys sort of situation? Like for me, like you're better, you're feeling better about Alabama situation because this happened? See, I didn't have to pay attention to any of this, trainer. I'm new to this game. Of hurt people hurting people. All right? Smug, smug. All right? yeah, I fair. used to walk into every single year being like, yeah, yeah, I could see us playing in January. Yeah, New Year's Day. That's yeah. when our a tr- last a trust game fund. Uh, it's a, I've, heard it, I've heard it called a trust fund fan for people like uh, Patriots fans that were born at a certain age and they don't oh, know what yeah. the hell is going on anymore. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this? those Alabama fans, y'all better buckle up. <laughs> y'all better buckle <laughs> up because I've seen it. I've seen it. And without Nick Saban, it wasn't pretty, all right? I was there. I seen those bodies. So, just, the just Chargers, up. Uh, it's, now it's time yeah. for Alabama fans to punch up at the people that are above them. Now, that list used to be very short. It used to be just Georgia. Occasionally, it was LSU. Uh, every now and then, Ole Miss would beat us, but we'd still get back to the, to the championship game. Um, but now it's a lot more people. Now it's everyone. Now it's Michigan, mm-hmm. Ohio State, um, Texas. Anybody that is getting very excited for their upcoming season, I got some words for you. I hate you. I hate all of you. I'm coming for you. All right? Until this Kalen DeBoer thing flushes itself out and I'm in a comfortable space, I'm going to lash out. Sorry. I think I thought we covered DeBoer was doing a good job. I know the I know the portal got a little weird last week since we talked last talked. It was like he was doing the right things, making the right moves. People wanted to follow him from Washington. It felt like things were kind of in place. The portal definitely hurt. Obviously losing uh, Caleb Downs. Spring, spring that, was, that was last week, right? Yes. Stuck on getting Downs to stay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to Didn't rub work. it in. I'm just I'm just I'm just doing updates. Um, is Penn State gonna? Jump right right over them right away. What do you think? Michigan? Uh, no. Penn State. James Franklin will continue to be like third fiddle. He'll lose to Michigan and Ohio State because the moment's too big for him. I forgot what James Franklin ever did become such a good coach at Penn State. Like, what did he do before Penn State? Coach USC or something? He was no. He was uh, he was punished by the devil to coach Vanderbilt for a while. And I think he got oh. them three wins. One, he got them three or four wins or something. And they're oh, like, been... maybe went, maybe he took him to a bowl game. It was something wild like that. And they were like, wow, this, this guy, guy must coach. He can coach nobody. Did Come you... up here to Penn state. Did you see the Harbaugh contract demand since we're on this already? I was going to cover this. Later. No, what is it? He, <laughs> he was seeking immunity from termination from any finding or sanction that could arise from multiple current NCAA investigations into the program. Harbaugh is seeking a matrix of fines be spelled out if there are any future NCAA violations, as well as prohibiting the schools. This is very legalese, sorry. Athletic director from firing him for cause 
and instead having such a decision rest in a three member arbitration panel. So he was like putting the, I'm, there's no way I'm coming back because they're going to have, they're going to, this stuff's coming down the road. Yeah. It's so coming. this, this proves, this proves the Pete Carroll situation with USC when he left for the Seahawks. It's like, it's coming Michigan. Sorry guys. Like Aiden Hutchinson leaving before this all happened and being a lions mm-hmm. like legend already is awesome. He's the, he's the real Michigan man here. Jim Harbaugh is a little wiener who just like went from Michigan down to California and Tuck uh, him, run snuck Coward. away. Yeah. Did the, we, we brought the Baltimore Colts, like the Baltimore Colts packing up the truck in the middle of the night and moving to Indianapolis. Like this is exactly what that is. So yeah, he's, a, he's, I, I wish bad things now for the chargers, but I like Herbert. So you know, stuck here. I wish the, the Chargers were just going to be just be the Chargers. Just keep the yeah, the the status quo, and we're, we're going to be fine. Ooh, he ooh he he fails with the Chargers because he has the same record as Staley, next Virginia coach. Mm. I'll take him in a in a in a, in a heartbeat. <laughs> All right, give me I'll your critical myself. number of the week. Uh, mine was nineteen ninety two. That was the uh, last time. The Lions went to the, or sorry, yeah, went to the NFC title game. And there was some funny stats about that. Who scrolling, scrolling, can't find them. There was a lot of stuff like Jared Goff was not born yet. Um, Dan Campbell was in high school. It was just like, wow, 1992. Like, I can't believe it's taken that long. Oh, so okay. So this, stat. you're going to read like stats like no social media has ever been made yeah, that right. says like I'm, the Detroit Lions are in the NFC championship game because Twitter didn't exist. Right. But it's more fun to be like Dan Campbell was in high school, Jared Goff and, and like Gibbs and all these other guys obviously weren't born make Mayfield, you know, that's a long time. It's amazing. I'm glad they're there. And I mean, power to them. I really hope they went like, I really hope they could put it on Brock Purdy. I don't just like Brock Purdy. I just, I don't want the Niners to have anything. I don't want the Packers or Niners to have anything just like every other NFC East team. So you will get no lines. Yeah. All right, my critical numbers, 8,900 wagers. Did you see this? I did. It was a um, player, a Patriots player from Baton Rouge who had, had that many at LSU. Is that right? So he had 8,900 wagers from a one-year, one-year-ish period from April 2022 until May That's 2023. Which is roughly 685 bets per month, 24 bets <laughs> per day. He deposited over $132,000 into his account at FanDuel. He was up to 556k. Cash out, well. buddy. Yeah, he's, he's a good gambler. But yeah. mainly used those pl- uh, that money to place other bets. He's only withdrawn about $32,000. He opened up his account on FanDuel and under his with his mother's bank card and his username mm. which was very cryptic mm. did you see he had two usernames no but mother's credit card already that already is a red flag go ahead <laughs> mother's 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 bank card bank card excuse me Kayshawn boot 01 and Kayshawn boot 7 were his usernames oh that's great not that's a criminal cool. mastermind <laughs> i mean he was Calvin only 20 Ridley. he was only 20 so, yeah, but he was betting on LSU games at the time when he was right, playing. So I, of, his, mark. of his 8,900 wagers, 17 were on college football, and six of those were on LSU Tigers games. Um, of Did those he played six, it or after? Well, one of them the he played in. He said he was going to get over 8,500 yards and a touchdown against FSU. Didn't do it. But he bet on himself. 
You know, he betted himself. I don't mind. I don't. I don't mind that. Don't he was care. arrested. He was arrested this week in East Baton Rouge Parish, and is out on six hundred dollar, six hundred thousand dollar bond. Whoops, that's a bad so day. When, that's a bad day at the gambling, at the so, at the track. So will when Saban is commissioner of the NCAA, will he get immunity? Would be like an SEC truce. Saban will let him let him off with his LSU violations from the past. Or oh there, yeah, uh, yeah. Statute, they're going to take down the SEC West. They're going to take. They're going to take down the SEC West division title of that year and just give it just give it to Alabama. I think it's the only thing that's fair. Other than that, exonerated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to A and M to Alabama. Why would they? Why would they give <laughs> it to? A- Don't jokes. Trainer, no. trainer. I'm Just made. To- I'm paper thin right now. I'm a paper okay. little tiger, and my feelings are sensitive. All right, give me your stuck on. My tummy's sensitive. Your emotions are sensitive. My stuck on. Speaking of the '90s, only two teams since 1996 have not made an MC championship game. Do you know those two teams? But you can guess one of them. Since 1996, it's the it's the the Cowboys. One of them. Yeah, I mentioned him earlier. He's a Browns. He just he's a pervert. He just lost ownership of his team. Magic Johnson co-owns it now. Oh, the Commanders. Yeah, there we go. When did they win all their Super Bowls in the 80s with three different quarterbacks, or the early 90s with three different quarterbacks, like in a row or in five years? Yeah, with Joe Gibbs as coach. On the on the Riggins days, when the, when fullbacks mattered, oh, it was Mike Allstott stat or uh, Mike kids. I find Grampy to pull up yeah. Mike Allstott highlights. Oh my god! Anyway, so I find I were, I've gone down that rabbit hole. Like I would I would admit probably like maybe once every two years, once every year and a half. I'm like, Allstott highlights. <laughs> just just Google so, it. Just feel better about myself about my day. So good. God, speaking of sexiest man of the year. Um, yeah, I mean. They won, I don't know the years, but they won, I think two, I'm going to say two in the eighties and one in the very, very like 90, 91 range. So that was when they, when they won those, it was like the giants and Redskins, excuse my language and the Cowboys won, I think like, damn, like eight, seven or eight Super Bowls within like a 10 year span. Yeah. That's why I had to watch that stupid game every year on like Thanksgiving day or Christmas uh day was just Cowboys at commanders when they were God awful. I was like, why is this even on television? I don't know. They oh. were good 10 years ago. It's like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. But that's wild. I, think, I just thought of that. Giants, Redskins, excuse me, Cowboys, Niners, 80s through 95 when the Cowboys were good. That's like NFC won the Super Bowl like every year almost or pretty close the team win. Damn, that is wild. All right. My stock on you ready. Yeah. We're going to have to transition to this pretty soon with football season coming to coming to a close, but the Western Conference standings in the NBA. Mm. I just glanced at them. Weird, huh? Thunder and T-Wolves are 1 and 2 neck and neck. What? <laughs> Wait, what? what? <laughs> Wait, what? Chet, Chet Holgram? Who's on the uh, Rudy Gobert? Last time I saw him he was in Draymond Green's crux of his elbow getting choked out. Like that's the last time I saw anything of the Timberwolves. Um, the Nuggets make sense at number three, but the Clippers being at number four, I had flushed them down the toilet when they got James Harden and Russell Westbrook on the same team. The Suns make sense. They seem to be building something with KD. Now the Pelicans, we're just waiting for that shoe to drop. They're at number six. 
The Mavericks at seven, the Lakers at eight. What do you think about your Mavericks this year, Kyrie and Luka, and especially Luka looking a little chubby? Little chubby? Little chubby Luka? Just just this year? Is this new? To, is this supposed to be news? Well, no, no, it's not. It's, it's, oh, it's chubby. It made the news. It made the news because he got a fan kicked out for calling him fat. I got. We got quote of the week coming up. We can cover the Mavericks and how they're not going to do anything. Um, where are the Pel- where are the Pelicans? Pelicans looking a little underperforming. No, no, dude, you're talking. You're talking to a team that hasn't s- sniffed a regular oh, seed. Did Did you just did you say six? Yeah. Oh damn! I thought I thought I missed I missed them in your rundown there. I was waiting for you to bash the Mavericks, and I I didn't listen. I had blinders on. The right. Pelicans, I think, are overperforming for their historical eight are, eight to right. twelve seed. I'm glad. I want. I want the Pelicans to have everything. I, the Mavericks are, they're trash. Man, you're down bad, dude. No, Rangers. We got uh, pitchers and catchers. Twenty <laughs> days till they report. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Bottoms up, big fella. All right, give me your quote slash question of the week. Luca, you're tired. Get your ass on the treadmill. Oh, yep. That was the fan that chirped him, and Luca was like, "I've had enough." Apparently, it was taken out of context, and no one heard the other. The other things that he said, and Luca was like, I'm tired of getting called fat. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to mm-hmm. – my millionaire's feelings are getting hurt. Yeah. I'm going to throw this guy out of the game. Yeah. I don't know if there were any, like, you know, Serbian slurs thrown his way. I don't know what those are. Um, Luca was wearing a T-shirt under his jersey because, he, yeah, he doesn't look great. And that headband haircut situation does not look like a millionaire. Looks like somebody on the Jerry Springer show. Yes. No, no offense to the working class. I, but none taken. I think, I think it's a little I, below below me somewhere. I think it's called white trash. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah. So my 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 answer is, I will follow the Mavericks as I always do. Yep. I have no expectations. They're not overperforming in the regular season like the Cowboys do to eventually collapse they're just mediocre and they'll be mediocre if they do make the playoffs or if they make the playing game if that's considered the playoffs and they lose their first game to depends on who you are if you consider that the playoffs if you're the pelicans fan like me that's playoffs that's fair that was that was kind of a compliment to me thank you yeah backhanded yeah backhanded compliment (laughs) because if you make the if you make the play-in tournament you didn't make the playoffs so there you go (laughs) hey i I don't feel great, so I appreciate that. That was, that was helpful. That <laughs> My was, quote of the week me. is by Bob Kraft. He said this back in 2021. It just got reported last week. He said this privately at a dinner. Mm. Bill had me told. Bill had told me Tom couldn't play anymore. Then he goes out and wins the effing Super Bowl. Ooh. I knew Bill Belichick was cold-hearted and liked to trade players before their value decreased to a certain level. But I didn't know he was run Tom Brady out of town, best quarterback to ever do it, has the most Super Bowl rings, relied on this one QB to make all of his wealth and fame, brought him fame and fortune, and he got a cold taste of reality after two, three seasons without Tom, not making the playoffs, and now he's not even hireable? Only the Seahawks and the Commanders are left with a head coaching vacancy? Like, Bill Belichick is that cold? I didn't realize that. He okay, yes. I wait. I did not see that scorched earth. That that quote. I did not see that. That's awesome that it came out after that. That quote unquote awkward, cute like Kraft and Belichick saying goodbye to each other. Where I could tell Kraft was just like reading from a script. Like yeah. I want to tear this guy. Yeah, I want to tear this guy a new 
you know what, and say everything I feel like he did now. The reason my gauging what I would say, I'd say reason number one, there's two reasons why Belichick, Belichick is still not, he did not get the Falcons job after two interviews. It's because he goes in those interviews. He thinks he's interviewing the team because he's a smug, entitled, successful coach. He won two defensive coordinator titles with the Giants. We mentioned in the 80s. Then he won um, six with Tom. He wants GM duties. Yeah. And no, nobody wants to get that because he sucks as a GM. It's like if Jerry Jones tried to go out and get a GM job, who would give him a GM job? And speaking of which, mm-hmm. he's old as hell. So he's old, he's old as balls, and it's like I don't really want this guy to be also a GM and a coach who's going to retire maybe four years. The only thing that I would say justify putting Belichick in as a coach is if you install the the Patriot Way system, the Patriot and way. it like helps create like accountability and leadership within the organization. Maybe it would like spread throughout going forward, but that's a big if. And yeah, it's just the power he wants in his age is the reason why he's doesn't have a job because obviously he has the resume right yeah i like all that all right we've already talked about my go to the week give me your go to the week mine was um doc rivers we'll just do doc rivers because i didn't really have one i was gonna say caitlin clark because she had she flopped she came up she flopped and she's blaming uh some what what fans was it ohio state oh ohio state yeah she blamed the she said they were trying to kill her take her out or something um (laughs) that's an assassin I'm just like, I'm like, I was in, I kind of enjoyed you. I kind of wanted to be like, it'd be fun to throw her in a exhibition game with pros and like NBA pros and have her shoot threes and see how it works out. Now I'm just out on her. So we'll go Doc Rivers. He's got a new job, another coaching job. He got the Milwaukee Bucks who were second in the East, who were like 30 and 30 and 12. And they fired their head coach because of the defense. Yeah. Adrian Griffin. I didn't even know who their coach was. They're, they had Brooks Lopez running around, and he was like, I don't run around. I sit by the rim. What I want, coach. So, yeah, they, they need a player's coach who can make them complacent, and, yeah, they'll probably lose in the playoffs now. Yeah, most likely Doc Rivers has a storied story in history of, of blowing it in the playoffs. Leading series, seven. he's led like seven series and lost all of them. He's had 3-2 leads. He's had 3-1 leads. He's – not doing well in the playoffs, but he knows how to handle stars. If you look but, at Joel Embiid and James Harden as a success, and Ben Simmons, maybe he did fire yeah. Ben Simmons. <laughs> he fired him in a post game presser in the playoffs. That's true. I do like his, I do like his candor, and he's pretty real about things. I just he's kind of like Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving in that like he was good ten years ago. And did something 10 years ago. He won one championship with the Celtics, but that was like during the beginning of the, or the, that was during Ray the first Allen, Obama administration. And Paul Pierce. <laughs> yeah. That's a long time ago. Good. So give me a break. Well, yeah. But like, I mean, that's like Aaron Rodgers saying, like, I won a Super Bowl against the Steelers in 2010. What's wrong with you guys? Why do you think I'm bad? I'm a like, Hall of Famer. Been I'm bad smart. ever since. You were bad since uh, 2011 until present day. So Doc Rivers getting another job. It's just the, you know, coaches. As all these coaches are getting fired, it's kind of funny this happened this week. There was several the Washington Wizards fired their coach, or they promoted him back and promoted him to like um like the office, the front office, kind of oh, like Pete Carroll like, got upstairs. So like you you Yeah, upstairs. exactly. Like Pete Carroll. Yeah. But all these uh firings in the NBA happened right when the finally these uh NFL head coaching positions like the um the Panthers hired the Bucks OC, Raheem Raheem. 
what's his name? Raheem Morris. Damn it. Morris. Yeah. He's getting his, he's getting another chance as a head coach for the, which job do you get? I don't know. I just no, know. Who anyway, Raheem all these hirings Morris are happening. Is. All these, all these hirings are happening while the, in the NFL, while the NBA is like cleaning house. It seems like near the all-star Where did game. Raheem Morris go? Falcons. There we go. Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. LA Rams QB coach, which, right? Yeah, which is a good – I mean, yeah, he's a defensive coordinator, defensive guy. Uh, oh, what's his name? Yeah, he's a defensive coordinator. Um, I feel like that was maybe the best job available because they have a pretty good defense. Chargers. And, yeah. He wasn't the, being Chargers are in, for that. The Chargers are in – yeah, the Chargers are in cap hell, though. The Falcons have a really bad division. The Chargers have a really hard division. The Falcons have a really good, a pretty good defense, young, up and coming. They have two awesome, three awesome pieces on offense, London, Pitts, Bijan. And now they have like a top eight or seven pick where they can probably pick what quarterback they want, or they can go and be like, hey, Russell Wilson, or hey, Kirk Cousins, like, yeah. what do you think? You know, so I feel like that was the best job. So I'm, I'm glad he got that job, actually, because I think he kind of got a, he had a tough go of it with the Bucks when they were terrible before they got Tom Brady. It was in the, it was in that weird period. Oh, when I forgot that he did that. I forgot yeah. that that he was the scapegoat for all that. Okay, we're running out of time here, so let's get to the Baker's dozen, which is just two games. This Baker's is a sixth one, dozen. Six dozen. Six dozen. Yeah. Let's start with the early game, the AFC Championship, Kansas City at Baltimore. Baltimore favored by four, which if you do it on a neutral field. They're only favored by one. So basically you pick them here. This is the game of the weekend. We want to see Mahomes. We want to see Lamar. Mark Andrews for Baltimore is set to return. He should have an impact on the game. Coming back from an injury is hard, but an impact on the game. Nonetheless, he has to be accounted for. We're worried about Debo Samuel. Not, oh, not, not sorry. I just read the notes from underneath. Um, We're worried about, Kansas City's defense and Baltimore's defense. And everyone's talking about the two elite defenses, but which quarterback is going to be better in this situation? Lamar versus Kansas City's defense or Mahomes versus Baltimore's defense? And I feel like Baltimore's defense has that edge on Kansas City's offense. Does that make sense? Did I explain myself well enough? There's a big enough edge there, Baltimore defense versus Kansas City offense, for me to consider Baltimore the favorite here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> can can Mahomes after following his first ever playoff road game, he's got two in a row. Can you do it two times in a row? I mean, that is kind of crazy for him to have to do it two times in a row after he's been a homebody and arrowhead for a while. Um the Ravens impressed. I mean, like impressive. They weren't down in that game. I mean, they might have been down in the first half at like by three or seven at one point, but the way they put it on and carried that momentum going, leaving that Texans game and them putting up that sort of, I mean, zeros on the scoreboard. I'm not yeah. saying CJ Stroud is not seeing CJ Stroud as Mahomes, but putting those zeros up on the scoreboard for the Texans on the other side while also scoring 24 unanswered going into this game. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's, uh, I feel the same way, but. Having said that, last week I picked the Chiefs to cover by 
two. I said, oh, Bills will win by two. That's what my dream was. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say Chiefs Chiefs cover, though. Oh, four. I gave you I gave you that opening. I was going to I was going to try to get you to pick the Baltimore, but I'm down two. I have you to love be- Ravens. You love the Ravens. Yeah, I do. I do like the Ravens. There's just something about them, like just growing up watching Ray Lewis just blow people up all the time. Mm-hmm. Watching this defense. While there's no Ed Reed and Ray Lewis, there's they still just got some dogs. Like I don't even know if I can name a person on the Baltimore Ravens defense because they don't have like the Bosa's or the Jason. Yeah, Rokon Smith. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Like the 49ers, this is not the Kansas City Chiefs, but the 49ers, I can name a bunch of guys, not with the Ravens, though. So it's one of those things where it's like, I'm picking against Mahomes again, against the spread. This stinks, but give me Baltimore. All right, let's go to the NFC Championship to wrap it up. Lions at 49ers. I'm taking the Lions to cover. There. There, I said it first. I said it first. 49ers favored by a touchdown. (laughs) Okay? And the 49ers, the Green Bay – Packers, let's let's say this, were not mm-hmm. good enough to capitalize on the mistakes the 49ers were making. They were making game-changing mistakes that the Packers weren't able to cash in on. Right. The Lions, while they're not that elite team, they're not going to they're not inevitable like Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or Drew Brees where you're like, "Uh-oh, we've made a mistake. We can make them pay." But they can't. They have that ability. And they have the Kahunes to go for it in fourth and three. I think they can get an early lead and hold off Kyle Shanahan in his zone run scheme. And the Lions, if they get just a little bit of a lead, I think he'll go. If they get five point lead, I think Shanahan's record will go to one and seventy one. I think the Niners pulled it out of the hat because Green Bay wasn't experienced enough in the moment. So I think the Lions can go to the 49ers and beat them. But give me the Niners in the spread. Give me the Niners in the spread. Wait, Niners? You want Niners in the points? No, I want Lions in the points. Okay. Fade. Okay, fade the Niners. All right. Four ratings. I know that you're within two because I'm better right now. Um, I need to pick the Niners, right? Like I, it's like for the mm-hmm. sake of the show, the show will go off the air. KHL will cancel it if I don't pick the Niners. Yes, just saying. Because this is huge. This is a pivotal moment for me. Do I go with my heart or do I go with with the business? Do I go with the business? Um, I'm gonna go. I'll go with the business for your sake because I love you. I'll take the Niners. They have more weapons. They have a better overall defense. They're playing at home. Although the I defense look looks like it had some holes. But they got, they got we- okay, they have the weapons on defense. Oh yeah, I mean. The okay, run. I'm trying to talk my run because defense? I want the because I want Lions plus seven. I gotta talk myself in the lion, the Niners on the air right now. Right now, I have to do this right now. Sick, sick in the head, sick okay. in the tummy. So, <laughs> Debo, if Debo plays, I think that line stays at seven. If it doesn't, I mean, I think that line goes down to three, three and a half. You think if Debo plays, that's gonna get. It's going to stay at lower? seven. Stay at seven. Yeah. If he doesn't play, it's going to get lowered. He he's such a big part of that offense, and like even if he's not getting the ball, everyone's got to know where oh. Debo Samuel is. Oh, if they if they declare him out, I see what you're saying. Yeah, my bad. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like playing in California in January is the same thing as playing indoors in Detroit in January. So the the Lions have that going for them. Yeah. Oh, they don't no, have their there fans there. Fog. There might be some fog, trainer. Ooh, ooh, one old foggy Santa Clara town, wherever that place is. Yeah, Santa Clara. Levi's Strauss. Gosh, Niners. That you, you've everybody's seen the meme. 
the, the Super Bowl trophy, the red and the the red and the purple. Everybody's worried about it. it's it's all fake. Yeah, you know, yeah, Ra- yeah, Ravens yeah. Niners. I mean, the Lions are going to win. I want to say it here first, but I'll, I'll take the Niners for our pick 'em. How about that? Sports fans, that's all the time we have for you this week. I'd like to thank Trainer for coming through on a stomach flu game. <laughs> I have to rush home, talk to my little baby girl, make sure she's okay. All right, guys, that's it, and that's all. Yeah.